You're listening to Pim Talk, the product marketing podcast, brought to you by InRiver. Welcome to PIM Talk, the podcast for product marketers, merchandisers, and PIM professionals. And every second Tuesday, we come together to share knowledge, experiences, and challenges to be able to create even better product stories. Maybe you're wondering what PIM is. PIM is a software that is all about managing all product marketing information in one place to create a rich customer experience in all channels and shorten time to market. And if you're new to PIM, check out our first episode, What is PIM? I'm your host, Thomas Schwabberg. I'm the creative director at InRiver, and we want to do this podcast for you and with you. So please contact us and tell us what topics you would like us to cover, what guests you would like to have on the show, or maybe you want to contribute in any way. So you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or send a message on Twitter at pimtalkpodcast. Hey, and welcome to a very special Pim Talk. So this time we have an unexpected guest. So a while ago, I got an email in my mailbox and it was from a PR firm that wanted to pitch a guest for the show. And it was no other than Dietmar Rich, the CEO of Pimcore. So Pimcore, you say, isn't that a competitor of InRiver? Well, yeah, sort of. We're both in the in the Pim space for sure. And uh, I was uh, thinking to myself a little bit, I wonder if they know that this is a competitive podcast. But but also, you know, PIM Talk is an arena where we talk PIM quite broad with different kinds of guests. We have had others on the show that, you know, are, I mean, sometimes competing and so on. And I think it's great that we can have, you know, discussions about things that com- that is relevant for our, our audience. Uh, so I think also we have some different approaches and philosophies i would say in between us and pimcore so I, i would love to have a discussion with dietmar so and also you know respond to that i would be very happy to have him on the show and to my delight in a few weeks after that we also got to schedule a call and uh, very happy about that and thank you dietmar for for being um, available and uh, i mean i think you are as excited as i am so uh, why not get directly into the pimp talk. So today we are very happy to have as a guest here at Pim Talk Dietmar Rich, the CEO of Pimcore. So welcome to Pim Talk. Thank you very much for your invitation and thank you. Where are you located um, regularly? Where do you have your office? Uh, my office is in Austria in Salzburg and we have offices around the world in Houston, Texas and in India too. You yourself, you, you have been within the, the PIM space for quite many years now. So, so maybe you could tell us something about how you came in into this space. Yes. So, um, you know, I'm in this PIM space actually already since, uh, yeah, 2009 actually. So I've working. I've been working in the e-commerce field uh, since 2002, and um, I was having a digital agency at that time. And then we, yeah, we created a product which was called Pimcore, and uh, and that's now that was actually at that time the first uh, open source PIM system available. And uh, so this was in 2009 where we started with the Pimcore project. 
And uh, since then, I've been uh, in the field of PIM all of yeah my 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 past ten years. Yeah, and uh, PIMCore was quite recently recognized uh, by Gartner as a cool vendor. Right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, so what what does that mean for you? Uh, that uh, you know, recognition. Yeah, you know, recognition is a, an important part of the whole game, I would say, especially for an you know for an open source product. So, Pimcore is uh, basically free of charge and open source, and of course, um, you know, it's a different beast compared to proprietary systems, and mm -hmm. also for that kind of system, it's always a little bit harder uh, to get recognition also from the analysts. Mm -hmm. So, we are quite happy to get that. Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, to talk a little bit about uh, how you're positioned and also maybe compared to, to other solutions. And I mean, it's different philosophies, the solution that fits different uh, customers. Exactly. And as you mentioned, you have been an open source platform from the beginning and, you know, and, uh, and us ourselves you know, being in the, the, the SaaS business the, has, has come very strong the recent years, uh, the multi-tenant SaaS solutions. So, so what are your thoughts about that? I mean, open source, uh, vice versa, uh, the multi-tenant SaaS. So that's, you know, two, two sides of a, of a medal, I would say. Yeah. So still open source uh, and on-premise or also on, on cloud, basically, um, is, um, is, is a very, you know, a very good offering in terms of innovation, in terms of the flexibility, in terms of ownership. So that's one of the, of the, of the positive side effects of, of, of open source. But yeah. on the other hand, we of course see that there is a, a, a you know, there's a strong movement, uh, in, into the SaaS area of the game. And, uh, yeah, Pimcore is happy to say that we are also moving into that game. So mm -hmm. we will soon launch also our, you know, our, our managed cloud infrastructure. So where you can do both, basically, you can go into the direction of open source and mm. use our yeah, our cloud our open source ecosystem, the community edition, or you go into the enterprise field and, and subscribe to an enterprise subscription. So both is possible. But we have a legacy, of course, of open source being an open source vendor, and we won't change that for a long time. No. And do, do you see differences uh, within different markets here when it comes to, you know, what, what companies prefer when it comes to open source and, and those that has, you know, a, a pure SaaS strategy? We don't see it in terms of uh, the market, I would say, but we, we see it in the terms of the strategy of the customer and also the maturity of the customer and what the customer actually wants to achieve. If they only want to achieve, for example, PIM, then, uh, you know, and, and a simple PIM with, you know, a few languages and a few attributes, then, of course, it's easy to take a SaaS offering. But if you really want to have a multi-tenant uh, PIM system with thousands of attributes and various imports and exports into ERP and, and you know, existing and new uh, uh, infrastructures, then people are still very open-minded uh, for open source products, mm. if they need the flexibility. Yeah, I mean, as, as you say, I mean, I mean, more enterprise projects, they become quite complex and uh, there's a lot of integrations and customizations yes. needs to be made. And, and that's also, you know, a, a challenge that, that you have to face if you're if you're in that space, in the cloud-based PIM space, that you also need to offer a lot of that flexibility that you are used exactly. to if you have an on-premise solution and all of that. But, 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 but then also, I mean, uh, we, we have the, the security uh, questions and, and concerns that, that I think also affects both open source solutions and cloud solutions in different ways, right? 
Exactly. Also, uh, it, it's it's kind of funny because um, when I've been out, you know, talking about PIM and also, you know, representing more of a, a best of breed system, we actually had uh, some slides that that we used to show uh, in order to, you know, explain what kind of solution uh, we were talking about. And we actually had a, a sort of a, a Swiss army knife picture. And it's funny because uh, I found a, an article here online that, uh, you know, you describe yourself sort of as the, the Swiss army knife of uh, customer experience or digital experience. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So we, we bring together data management and experience manager. Yeah, so the funny so thing was, you know, that yeah. the, the pitch we were going for was that, you know, uh, our recommendation here or what we want to, you know, sell is the best of breed approach. So, you yeah. know, I had this Swiss Army Knife uh, slide to show uh, the the situation that we didn't want to have. Yeah. But, you know, the sales rep that I was with was kind of new. So, so he put on the Swiss Army Knife and he said that, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have the, the opposite. And I mean, that, that, that's fine if you have that approach and if you have that product. I mean, we don't, but, but, but you have. So, so that's also, I think, um, an interesting difference here in between, you know, companies that might want uh, a lot of different solutions in one. And I don't know, maybe you can tell more about it, but, you know, as uh, to my knowledge about PIMCore, it's, you know, it's PIM, it's DAM, it's uh, CMS, it's uh, maybe e-com as well, uh, and, and some other abbreviations. So, so how, how do you explain that for a, a customer? And what, what would you say is the benefit of having sort of the, the Swiss Army Knife approach? Yeah, we are we are a seamless platform for data management and experience management. So yeah. when we're talking our or when we when we tell our story basically to the to the customer, you know, we, we we're talking about the whole customer journey basically, and that we can deliver any type of data. So this is not only product data. This is MDM like master data management data to any type of customer on any type of channel. So that's uh, it's for us the key criteria basically that we don't only manage and, uh, uh, you know, manage data and aggregate data and, you know, PIM in, in a classical sense. Uh, but we also deliver data to any type of output channel. And we integrate already output channels for digital uh, output channels and for web to print, for example, for, for database publishing. So it's mm -hmm. really multi-channel. And of course, you can select which modules you would like to use. So there are ex there are a lot of companies that are using PIM code just for PIM. You know, they don't mm -hmm. care about commerce or don't care about C. CMS or even DAM, they use it just for, 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 for PIM. But we see an increasingly number of companies that switch to the whole stack because they are looking for a smart system architecture. Mm -hmm. They don't yeah. want to go a best of breed and have so many different combinations of so many different systems. They want to have, you know, the agility yeah. and the fastnet of, 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 you know, of, of a smart infrastructure. And but isn't it hard to keep up in all of these different areas to be competitive and, and have the, the functionality that, that the market wants within all of these different categories that are moving so fast? Um, I would say I would say not at all. So in terms of uh, you know um, critical capabilities or capabilities at all, you know we are we are you know when we're talking to Gardner or Forrester, we are we are on par with all of those other guys mm. because we have you know we started differently. Our core is data management, mm. and if we manage data for websites, for example, or if we manage data for products or for customer records or mm. for e-commerce, it's it's pretty much the same thing. You have 
to model data, you have to aggregate data, you need to have, have a data-driven approach. Um, so if you do it in the right way, if the concept is the, the right one, basically, then you can really tackle a lot of different industries and a lot of different product features at once um, without s sacrificing any features of a, you know, of a best-of-breed vendor. You're listening to PIM Talk, the product marketing podcast. And after this short break, we're going to continue our conversation with Dietmar Rich, the CEO of PIMCore. PIM stands for Product Information Management, and InRiver stands for PIM. Want to learn more about how your organization can benefit from PIM software? We've put together a free white paper where you can learn what you need to know about how your e-commerce platform can benefit from PIM. Go to www.pimtalk.com to download a free guide to help you better understand how PIM can work for you. That's www.pimtalk.com. So, I mean, you, you have been, been in this business for quite a while. So, what would you say about, you know, the, the development of the, the PIM domain and, uh, and so on? What, what, what has changed over all, all this year, would you say? I, I would honestly say that uh, we see a tremendous move from PIM into the direction of MDM. So that, that, that product data is just one single entity, but we're talking about vendors, we're talking about suppliers, we're talking about manufacturers, we're talking about customer data. So uh, finally, we're talking about structured data that gets to, uh, gets to be syndicated on one place for doing proper data management. And this can be so many different data attributes or data entities and not just PIM or product information management. So that's what we see, the move from PIM into the direction of uh, master data management. Mm. And also maybe uh, more of the whole product life cycle and, uh, and PLM yes yeah, product uh, life cycle uh, management and and of course we see a direct a move into you know uh, to automate for example product information management by natural language processing for example artificial yeah, intelligence of course. machine learning these topics of course but on the global side of things we see that uh, product data is getting more important for customer experiences and uh, but we see uh, a, a tremendous move into MDM hmm. I see. Back again uh, a little bit to the open source space. I, I mean, uh, you mentioned that you were one of the first or the first, I don't know, uh, op open source. Or one of the first, yeah. So what, what do you say about the other competitors that has followed you in that track when it comes to open source PIM? Any? I think, you know, I think they're doing a, a tremendous job here. Mm -hmm. So basically, you know, PIM was always, a, a, it was a, a narrow focused uh, area of, of, of IT industry, basically. So uh, when we look back at Stebo, for example, or at the other mm -hmm. proprietary systems, it was a, a quiet field, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and because it was very, it, 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 it's, it's a targeted uh, um, type of, of industry. And we feel that, that these Akineo guys, for example, or, uh, you know, other open source guys that did a tremendous job also 
also, you know, opening this whole industry. Mm. And we are part of the whole game. So I think it's very important to have various approaches in the industry, proprietary approaches, open source approaches, SaaS approaches, uh, on-premise approaches, because that ultimately benefits uh, uh, the customer. And the customer has the choice, basically, and they have certain needs that can be fulfilled by the one or the other one in a better way. So I'm yeah. glad that they are here. Yeah, I think so. So too that you know uh, we help each other to to uh, expand the, the market, and there there is so many different uh, purposes and needs for for good product experience management and so on. And and you know th there will be different needs when it comes to specific functionality within certain domains, and there will also be different uh, preferences when it comes to uh technologies and so on exactly so, um, and you know if some people or if open source vendors uh with uh, you know enter the market powered by you know a lot of venture capital then it's also you know a place for innovation yeah you know, that exactly. the market changes and uh when the market changes it's you know it's it's it's, it's a good uh, a good thing yeah. so if someone would like to you know explore the open source path of of him do you have any tips or or things you know to to be aware of is 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 there any you know common mistakes that people do that you know walk yeah, that I path? would say that you know they open source and um and being free so it's you know finally it's the the the, the PIM game is a is a two-sided medal. So you have yeah. the PIM license, for example, yeah. and then you have the PIM implementation. And uh, so open source means that you don't have licensing costs. But still, if you, for example, want to integrate uh, PIM with SAP or with Navision mm. or with Oracle, you have to pay. You have mm. to pay the integration partner. So um, often. Open source gets misunderstood by being, you know, uh, you know, a childish play in a certain way and yeah. being uh, free of charge for everything. Yeah. But this is not the case. You, you know, think it's you hard to 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 see those costs in the beginning, or because you maybe don't understand all the parts of of the licensing when you do those kind of uh, like integration or or what? You know, basically, uh, people have to know uh, about the total cost of ownership. Yeah, you know, exactly. the total cost of ownership is the critical figure in the game. And uh, in the total cost of ownership, the, 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 the cost of licensing may or may not be a big part or a small part, actually. So that's uh, where people have to decide. But a PIM is an is an is PIM is a topic that needs to integrate in an in an, in an existing infrastructure, IT yeah. infrastructure. So it's always about the flexibility of the system and how to integrate it into your existing infrastructure. So it's about integration. Yeah, and I also think and that you need to be aware of that sort of it's a moving target. That you it know, is. You, you need to exactly. be prepared for updates. You need to build and decide uh, design a solution that that also. Uh, you know, can adopt new functionality and new versions over time. Exactly. And, and I mean, especially since, since uh, as you also say here, that I know that, that many of the open source vendors are looking into cloud offerings and maybe, you know, also offer some parallel solutions that might be uh, things that you might want to consider to, to, uh, to, to, to sort of... Um, adopt over time or that you want to migrate to. So, yeah, I guess that also can be something that uh, you should be aware of. Exactly. Right, cool. So I, I guess also that um, you 
have uh, less events in your schedule the upcoming months, right? A lot of things are going on. Yeah, no, uh, what I mean is that, you know, conferences are also are, are shutting down here uh, yes. from the coronavirus. Yes, so, so, that's, so it's yeah, yes, yes, yes. So that's a, you know, that's a challenge for, for you know, the whole economy. Exactly. But then, then it's good to, to also have channels like uh, podcasts and so on where, where you can, you know, uh, yeah, reach out. No, reach that's great, especially also. for a topic like PIM. So I, uh, you know, that's, you're doing a great job. I was looking at some of those, uh, or I was um, listening to those um, and, you know, great stuff. Okay, yeah. Glad you liked to the point. Yeah. Glad you liked it. And, yeah. and if you have any ideas of upcoming topics and so on, we try to cover a little bit of, of, of everything uh, within it. And I, I think that, you know, the, the PIM space, it's uh, quite, a niche, uh, quite a niche audience, but, but I think we have a lot to, to learn from, from each other. So I, I think it's nice, nice thing to, to do. So I think that was, uh, I mean, what I had on my mind, um, you know, talking a, a bit about this with open source and SaaS and also, you know, the Swiss Army approach, vice versa, best yeah. of breed. I, I think it's a matter of tastes in a lot of ways. So it uh, is. All right, then. But thank you so much, Dietmar, for, for um, joining uh, the PIM Talk podcast. Thank you very much, too. So let's take a look at upcoming events. So due to the coronavirus, there's been some changes when it comes to upcoming events, as probably a lot of you have experienced. And the big thing there is that we had to postpone the Pinpoint Summit. So there is a new date for that in October 14th and 15th is the new planned Pinpoint Summit 2020 in Malmö. So so all the activities is moved until that date. Uh, also, some other events has been cancelled, such as the Magento Imagine in Las Vegas. Uh, so now I'm, I'm just taking a look at what's ahead here. Uh, we have the Global Link next event, March 11th and 12th in Amsterdam. Still, uh, also we have an online webinar with uh, Kraftwerk about how to overcome the complexity of product data. And you can go into our website on inriver.com in the about section and events. You can find these and you can also you know, sign up for the webinars. Um, we also have an event, uh, PIM and DXP for manufacturers, more than just marketing in Amsterdam as well. And that is something that we do together with EpiServer. Otherwise, going moving forward, you know, there is still, as I know, uh, B2B online in Chicago, April 20th planned. It's uh, Salesforce Connections, May 4th, and ongoing, and the IRCE for June 9 until 11th. But I mean, in these times, it's hard to know about uh, these events if they're gonna be held or not. But uh, also want to thank you everyone for understanding and supporting our decision to to move Pinpoint to the fall. It feels like it's the correct decision, and uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's uh, the best event of the year. So I guess we have to wait a little bit longer this year. So that's how it is. Uh, when it comes to trainings, upcoming trainings and academy. I mean, we have the online preparatory course that uh, you can take online uh, before you go any of the certification courses. Uh, we have some upcoming trainings uh, going on. 
We have business consultant and developer trainings in Malmö, April 22nd and 23rd. And also we have user training in Chicago on May 13th to 14th. And that's the, um, the upcoming training sessions that is near term. So I uh, hope to see you in any of those sessions. Thank you for listening. For feedback, tips and questions, you can email us at pimtalk at nirriver.com or message us at pimtalkpodcast at Twitter. Please, if you like the show, go into iTunes and give us a good review. And if you would like to see some behind-the-scenes material, bloopers and live streams, you can follow PimTalk on Instagram. See you again in two weeks. Bye. Let's talk about him.